Okay. Are you ready? We nailed it. Here we go. Blondes with glasses. We can't sing. Blondes with glasses. Let's do this podcast thing. All right, Becca, why don't you tell us, tell our listeners what just happened? Well, we didn't record. Uh, I mean, it, we, we figured it out 25 seconds in. You know, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't a huge loss, but... But they missed some good moments, I they think. They missed some... Moments where I said I couldn't remember song lyrics. Yeah, and we so. talked about Crapapella, which I feel like we haven't done yet. And yeah, we'll, but we'll get there. We'll don't, get there. Don't worry, we listeners. could do a whole episode about embracing being terrible at something like singing. Yep, which we and both doing have done. it anyway because yeah. you love it. Yeah. Oh God, I miss it so much. Me too, anyway. especially after watching Sister Act and yes. Sister Act Two. Oh, like <laughs> that movie literally made me become a. Well, <laughs> <laughs> made me want to become a nun. Yeah. But I realizing I, I don't want to be a nun. I just want to be a singer. You like, wanna be, no, you I want to be, be a, a fake performer. nun. I want to be a fake nun who hangs out with Whoopi Goldberg yeah. and just like lives her life and is a badass. Mm-hmm. And like Carol Burnett shows up and we're just like dancing and, <laughs> and singing. And then you do songs from Annie. It's wonderful. Well, maybe not the last bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see how it is. Yeah. I do want to just put this little tidbit out there. I don't know. I'm sure you know this about me, but in my eighth grade yearbook, my future occupation was nun slash teacher. Oh, Shannon. (laughs) Oh my God. Yep. It's still in there as maybe a possibility. Just Well, when you're 85 and you're just like, why am I paying for this mortgage and whatever? I could just be a nun. Why do I pay taxes? Yeah. Oh my God! Wait, as a nun, you don't have to pay taxes. No, that's I mean, crazy. I think the is church, it just because you don't get it? I'm assuming you don't get an income. No, it's you just take like a your housing poverty. is paid for. That's about yeah. it. All right. Well, I'm seriously considering being a nun when I'm 85. All right. So Catholic <laughs> school for you, and you've a goal accomplished. You've converted me. All right. There you go. <laughs> Woo hoo! I'm no point. longer culturally Jewish. Nope. <laughs> I'm getting into heaven now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll finally climb my way out of hell. Ugh. Can't wait. Okay. <laughs> See you there, so, bud. Speaking, anyway. Speaking of heaven and hell, our topic this week is dreams. Is dreams. So a bit of a stretch. But it is. Interesting. Not at all related. Okay. So <laughs> this was prompted because today I finally caught up to the world and I watched the Doctor Who Christmas special, yep. which was basically Inception, mm-hmm. where there were dreams within a dream and you kept waking up and you thought, oh, the... So they're not. They're in the real world now, but no. What about Santa? Oh yeah. God. That's so funny that Santa was in that. And our other part of this topic is the movie we just watched together, Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. I'm the name say, you can never remember. I'm either gonna say Guardians of the Galaxy or Legends of the Guardians. The Owls of Gahul. Have you seen that movie? Because I've no. never seen it. I've never seen I'm it. I'm pretty sure it's directed by Zack Snyder. Who mm-hmm. directed the latest Superman, Man of Steel, Didn't and Watchmen? And oh, I liked Watchmen. Okay, mm-hmm. have you but have you read the graphic novel? I did read the graphic novel. Oh, I see. I did not care for novel. the movie because the graphic novel I thought was the perfect format for yes. that story, and I'm, the movie was unnecessary. And uh, Zack Snyder, honestly, as a director, he really bugs me because it's it's so many slow motion punches and like um, rain. All of a sudden, just slow mo falling. <laughs> it's just the same trick over and over. It's kind of like J.J. Abrams' lens flare in terms of it's just so overdone at a certain point where it's like you're not bringing anything to the table here. Mm-hmm. It's just annoying. Yeah. 
Why are we talking about that? Oh, the Owls of Cahool. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember watching the trailer and there's like slow-mo owl wings beating in the rain. Like, it's yeah. Zack Snyder. All right, well, the only thing I know about it is that they name-check it in that one episode of 30 Rock, which I love. Because that's one that, it's like a bottle episode on the plane with Carol, oh Matt God. Damon. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it's playing in the background the whole time. Oh! <laughs> Let them off the plane. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, pretty great. So, yeah. anyway, dreams. Dreams. So, okay, so we were going to try and cover the Doctor Who, two, the two different episodes that were about dreams. Right. Um, we we're going to talk about, what was the other thing we were going to talk about? Guardians of the Gahool. <laughs> I guess because there's, yeah, there's dreams and nightmares and everything in there. Yeah. Um, okay, so... With Doctor Who, so Shannon and I have been discussing Doctor Who amongst ourselves, and this is half the reason why we started the podcast, is yep. because we'll watch an episode of Doctor Who, it's an hour long, and we'll spend about two hours talking about, talking about it, it, and yep. all the problems we had with it, because because we love that goddamn show. Yeah. And I, it, I don't know how to quit you, I Doctor just, Who. I can't, <laughs> I just keep thinking it's going to be that show that I loved, and it's, it's yeah. not. You know? Yeah. I I also feel that way. And now that I'm thinking about it, I wonder if there are more dreamy sort of episodes. Like, from Nine's era, I feel like there's one right on the tip of my tongue, and I'm like, uh... I'm sure there is, We're, we're going to get it. angry fan letters yeah. about how dare you forget you the know, episode. All two of our fans, one of them who's never seen Doctor Who... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she so, will be in a danceical about it, anyway. So you just... Watched it. I watched it yes. the, when it aired because I was uh, watching it live. Right. One of the perks of being abroad. Right. Um, so tell me, because you remember it probably better than me, what your idea, what, how did you feel about the dreams in the episode? Okay. Well, there were too many of them, first of all, mm-hmm. because they kept, they kept pulling the same twist. And after a certain point, it's just annoying. Because you don't have enough time to establish yourself, like, establish where you are and, like, what everything means. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's not real anyway, so it's just a dream. Mm-hmm. So it, that happened so many times. I'm pretty sure it, they revealed four or five times that it was a dream. And in the end you're like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It could still be a dream. It's just pure Inception kind of BS, but I thought. Inception was better. Inception was better. Yeah, because... <laughs> It had a little more time, and it had it like clearly laid out the, the levels of the dream and mm-hmm. sort of stuff, and like what each level looked like. And this one was just like using it as a plot twist that didn't really work because, mm-hmm. like, like I was saying, I, I talked to you earlier about this, but how there was a whole dream where Clara is aged and mm-hmm. she's older, and this it's like a two and a half minute to five minute long scene and it's a dream or whatever it's a yet another dream Mm -hmm. and you you're just not given enough time to think about the significance of what that means or to believe that it's not a dream you know you just start to think oh everything everything's a dream Mm -hmm. so of course her aging 60 years or whatever you just there just wasn't enough time to think about what it meant. Yeah. And I remember when I saw that, when that part happened, I was like, oh, what an interesting way to kill her off. Yeah, I thought this is her last episode. Yeah. You know. And I was like, 
I am okay with it. Like, I really like the idea of her, like, after Danny died and the doctor left her, she just sort of went off and became this sort of, like, explorer. And she mm-hmm. did whatever she wanted. And and I sort of really enjoyed that idea of her becoming independently interesting. Because mm-hmm. she's never been interesting yeah. before. So, so I was really excited. And then for them to just cheapen it again, like... You were saying, you yeah. know, by just saying, oh, dream, you know, like, yeah, it's the same problem that happens with the reset button that they yeah. use in way too many episodes where it's like you watch a whole episode and the episode is about to end and they say reset and mm-hmm. nothing happened and there's no consequences right. for the whole episode. So what was the point of watching the episode? Exactly. Exactly. It, it's, it's like what the sitcom used to be mm-hmm. is that it has to reset itself by the end of the episode yep. because it, there's no arc to it. Now, now sitcoms have an arc. Most decent sitcoms have an arc. So that's not really holding true anymore because you can't watch that, you know, all the time. You, yeah. you can't watch shows that just reset themselves because then you're just watching the same episode mm-hmm. every week. But I did, I did think the interaction between the doctor and Clara was so much better this time around, there were just little moments where he didn't belittle her. Mm. He didn't insult her looks. Um, I I can't remember specifically what he said certain times, but I remember he he re- like talked to her in a way that was respectful. <laughs> and he and he like I feel like at one point he complimented her. Okay, well <laughs> I want to say that I felt exactly the opposite. Really? Because as soon as I watched the episode, I had the strongest urge to literally write a letter to BBC and say, <laughs> how dare you? Because I, the the amount of times they said shut up, specifically Ugh. the doctor said shut up in that episode, was... It's getting on my nerves. It's getting worse and worse, which makes me really nervous because it's going to become his trademark saying. And I... I don't have kids, but I can picture myself sitting in the family room with kids, seeing, watching them on Christmas Day, watch Mm. Doctor Who, and, you know, they take it all in, and then they, we just also saw Into the Woods, and the Mm -hmm. whole point of that is children will listen. Yeah. And I just don't want little (laughs) kids going around pretending to be the doctor who's this amazing, has the potential to be this amazing character and, and, his, and his catchphrase is, is shut, shut up. up. Telling, you know, women, shut up. Yeah. So. Okay, yes. So that Very was true. my, that's what I remember from the episode, just mm-hmm. being, like, really upset and wanting to email the BBC about it. Mm-hmm. I never went, followed through with that. Right. But, and I felt like, by the time I actually was like, oh, I guess I should do that, I was like, oh, it's too late now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think that that's the most annoying thing that's happened in this recent season is the use of shut up. Mm -hmm. It's not funny. No, it's not. It's not a joke. And nobody says that to people. And the majority of the time he's saying it to people who are silent. Mm. Like they've stopped talking. Yeah. And he's just yelling, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. And it's like, what's happening here? Oh, and I do remember one point where he comes, he comes back from he like goes out to the TARDIS, reconsiders saving their lives or whatever, still while in a dream state or whatever, but you don't know that at the time. Mm-hmm. He comes back and he goes, Are you the same people or whatever? And they're like, Yeah, and he goes, Well, I, you know, I deleted you from yeah. my brain or whatever. And I was like, like Wait, are we in Sherlock right now? Because yeah. that's exactly what Sherlock does. It's 
See, that's the thing. It's just the doctor used to be so compassionate. Oh, and my God. Every, I, every person was important, you know? And, like, the idea of the doctor just saying little things like that, telling people constantly to shut up and to come back and be like, oh, I already deleted you from my brain five sec, like five seconds after mm-hmm. seeing you because... You're not important. You're not important. Yeah. Is literally, it's just, it's not the same show no. anymore. And I do have to say, I felt like the most recent season of Doctor Who was leaps and bounds better than the one before it. Which is a sad statement. Sad. It wasn't a great season no, it wasn't. of television. No, and it hasn't been for a long time. Yeah. But I'm, like, afraid to go back and watch nine season or mm. or any of David Tennant's because it's just, I, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to be like, this is what it was like. Yeah, that's what I did. I yeah. watched, I went back and watched that episode, the first episode where, with the Daleks, where Rose oh, and there's one the last Dalek. That episode. And so that's, ugh, it's just... Okay, so we just watched in in her eye, in your eyes, in your eyes, the Joss Whedon direct to Vimeo movie, <laughs> um, which was horrible. Yeah, one star, uh, one star review from us. Um, yeah. Where, what, what was I saying? What, what, what I don't know why you you transitioned to that, but we can oh, talk it was about it. Thin, thinly drawn characters. It's oh. poor characterization is what I was going for because mm-hmm. it's just. People who you expect, it's, you expect more mm-hmm. from that person. I expect more from Joss Whedon. I expect more from Doctor Who. I expect character studies. I expect characters to grow and to change and to be richly drawn people mm-hmm. who have something, you know, who, who are three-dimensional. And then what you're given is these super thin, one-dimensional characters who, like... The, the one of the supporting characters this week the uh, for the Christmas special the, the girl who you know she's plucky and she dances or whatever in, in you know and her last scene is where she pulls out this list that says forgive Dave or whatever mm-hmm. and she checks it off and there's no explanation for it there's nope. no emotional relevance there's no resonance to it it's just it it's like it's supposed to be deep but we have no context for it. Yeah. So it's just another thinly drawn character. Yep. Who, on the surface, you're supposed to think, oh, something happened. Like, she changed as a person. Yeah. But, but when you actually think about it, you're like, When you think about it, what? there's nothing there. Yeah. It's just an illusion. Yep. Just like... Is that what he's teaching us? That everything's a dream? Oh, maybe. <laughs> nothing is real. We finally... So why should we care about characters? Code. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so funny, because it's like, that could be something you're teaching people, like... Why, don't care about people because they could be gone at any moment, which is something that I feel like they teach us in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Don't you think so? Yeah. But that's not what they're teaching us in Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's more like the Doctor can do whatever he wants without any regard for any other people. Mm-hmm. And and we learn nothing. Like and he learns he learns nothing. Learns nothing. Doesn't grow at all. There are no consequences. No consequences. And anything can be reset. Which is why it was actually really good that Danny actually died. Yeah. And But it, it was really nice because it, it was completely up to her. Well, no, I guess it was up to him. He chose not to come back. Yeah. She would have had him come back. Yeah. Because there was a reset button. Mm-hmm. But for once, they didn't take it. For once. For once. Yeah. I just Very don't nice. understand why... Oh, God. 
why the doctor hated Danny's Danny being a soldier so much. It's insane. Something I will never understand because he loved River so much and she was a soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it doesn't make any sense because he, sure, he didn't like guns. Yeah. But he never once expressed such Animosity, hatred yeah. for soldiers, period. And such just, just, uh, the whole character is just disregarding humanity and, yep. and you know, by calling him a gym teacher and... Yeah. Constantly belittling him, constantly belittling her, you know, forgetting about people, not caring about anyone. It's just, what's the point of watching a guy who doesn't care? Makes me mad. It's just Sherlock. <laughs> he just wants to solve riddles. You're watching House, yeah. you know, but in space. Yeah. We already, we already had those shows. Yeah. You know, we don't need that. No. We don't need any more white guys who feel entitled and superior and more intelligent oh, than everyone else just dancing around. So dumb, you know, it's just. So is Clara gone? No, I don't know. I don't think she is. When yeah. she's back, did I can't remember the behind the scenes stuff. Like if Jenna Louise Coleman, I don't know, coming back. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. All I do know, behind the scenes wise, is that the guy that one of the elves in the Christmas special yeah. is the guy that plays Strax. Oh, and he's been in the last three Christmas specials. Wow, it was really cute. Actually, oh, I watched like an interview with him that. They were playing after the episode, and it was like, I'm so used to seeing my face on TV on Christmas Day. <laughs> it's really like a thing now. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. That's cute. Yeah. Um, I think this was supposed to be a topic about dreams. Yeah. Well, so that was something that made us... That was a bad dream. That, yeah. That episode was a bad dream, let's be honest. Yeah. So let's talk about some good dreams right now. <laughs> and I'm just going to say Rise of the Guardians was a really good dream for me. Look, I yeah. even got the name right. Yeah, I you remembered it. <laughs> I loved that movie so much, but... That was delightful. It, it was so delightful, but it was so dark. It was so... Like, I think... I love any kid's movie that, that's that dark. You yeah. know? That's great stuff. As adults, you sort of appreciate it yeah. a little bit more, I think. But I almost cried. Yeah. Like, two times. And definitely was holding my face. Like, I do that sometimes where I yeah, just, yeah. like, grab onto my cheeks. I'm like, oh, God. And I definitely did that a couple yeah. times. I loved it. And you do have to take with a grain of salt that I love Jude Law. Yeah, yeah. So hearing his voice as the villain was just like... <laughs> and it just sort of maybe reminded me of, like, the the feelings between Thor and Loki, which is my favorite sort of, mm. you know... I don't know. Jack Frost being Thor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, when they were having that little battle on the ice and everything, mm-hmm. and... and and the boogeyman was like, oh, you know, like, look at what we do together with the, the big ice sculpture that was, like, yeah, also yeah. black and everything. And I was like, that's exactly what Loki would say. <laughs> I just love the idea of, like, two brothers raised together and, like, they go in such opposite directions. Because mm-hmm. that's exactly what it was. It was, like, they both were, nobody believed in them. And, yeah. and Jack Frost was the one that turned out to be like, oh, but they can and I can mm-hmm. do good and I don't have to make black ice yeah. and people careen off the road. I can make people have snowball fights. And it was mm-hmm. just like, uh, I loved it. Uh, see, it's always seeing stuff like that that makes you even more disappointed in... Doctor like, Who. Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> because if their excuse was, well, it's, it's for it's for kids, kids you oh, know? That's so true. Like, you can't get too deep or complicated or whatever. It's like, okay... Yeah. Watch any, any other Pixar decent, movie. Any Pixar movie, like 
pretty decent show. Yeah. You know. Avatar. Avatar Korra. The Last Airbender. <laughs> Legend of Korra. Oh my to god. To name a few. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's not an excuse anymore no, to be not. like, oh, it's just it's just fun. Yeah. It's just like that's boring as hell. Like just fun stuff. Like yeah. what's the point of that anymore? You know? Yeah. What's what's the point of a, a reset button at the end of every episode? Mm-hmm. You know? So true. There's yeah. no point. There isn't. Yeah. Ugh, I love that movie. I'm glad it held up to the standard that Tumblr was holding it at. Because I kept seeing, mm. you know, you see yeah, yeah. Tumblr, like, photo everything, like, of everything from Legends of the Guardians. And I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. Everybody loves the little white-haired boy, you yeah. know, and everything. And, oh, he belongs with Elsa. But then watching it, I was like, oh, my God, he is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. So that was good. And, oh. Yeah, it, he was a well-drawn character, too, because he, he was a little, un, he was kind of unlikable at the beginning mm-hmm. and, and, like, really mischievous, but not so much that you immediately hated him. No, not like an anti-hero sort yeah. of thing. Not yeah. A, not a Loki. Yeah, it wasn't a guy life. who, like, found out that he, like, he had, like, he was just a jerk asshole or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he found out that he could be nice or whatever, like, that sort of thing, and, Ugh, like, nice yeah. could be fun, too, or whatever, like, that bullshit. Yeah. It was just, like, he was, he was a good kid, he just, you know, he was a little mischievous. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that sort of thing. And he also, like, he I feel like he discovered that he could grow by himself. Yeah. Like, there were definitely the other guardians were there to help him, but he, it was a lot of, like, self-driven sort yeah. of motivation towards being a better guardian and, mm-hmm. and once he realized about his past that he was capable of it it was it was just nice to see him like take on that sort of role yeah i do want to say a little like shout out to the character was her name cupcake yes that i love that because she was clearly the bully in the group of like the kids at the very beginning because they accidentally threw a snowball at her right. or whatever and they're like, oh no, cupcake, and she's wearing this tutu, and she had dreams about unicorns. Yeah, and, and she was this big girl, yeah. and I just loved that it was like, you know, she could dream about unicorns, and they would still be scared of her, mm-hmm. and she was still a force to be reckoned with, and and they invite. She was a part of the group, even right. though she was the scary one. It reminded me of like, I don't know, Hey Arnold or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, how like they was... were all ragtaggy sort of. And there was a girl like that on Hey Arnold too. What was her name? She was, like, sort of bigger and, like... Oh, I just remember Harold, who was, yeah. like... He was kind of soft-spoken and everything, even though he's big. I don't Maybe remember there wasn't girl. a girl. Maybe I'm just combining characters in my mind, but... You're thinking of Helga's yeah. attitude with Harold's body. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'm thinking of, like, Recess. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Recess was good. That was a girl, right? Maybe that wasn't. No, a wait, are you thinking of the guy that ate, like, subs and hoagies? Yeah, that was a guy. Because he wore a green shirt. He was very big. Yeah, the... There was... True. No, the there was... wasn't big. No, there was a... She was tall and skinny. I'm definitely... There's definitely a kid show out there. There's at least one kid show yes. in the world that has a large... Loyal girl. listeners, all three of you. <laughs> Look this... Figure it... If you, if you know the answer, write us at our Twitter. <laughs> we don't <laughs> have Twitter. Donor. When we're not write on Twitter. On, write us on, t- on Tumblr. <laughs> yes. Blondes with Glasses Podcast.tumblr.com. Yeah, yeah. Where you have found this podcast, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, One of the people doing the podcast sent you the link yep. for. Anyway. 
Grassroots. It's grassroots. It's grassroots. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, we were also going to mention the other Doctor Who dream episode. I don't remember anything about it. Okay, so they originally thought, we're, we keep switching between two different dreams. We have to figure, or we have, one of them is the real world and one of them is a dream, and then it turned out they were both dreams. This is when Amy was pregnant. Yes. And Rory had a rat tail. And Rory died in that episode. Yeah, and like then she was like, I don't want to live in a world that doesn't have Rory. So then they die, and then they realize that they're still in another dream. Can't right. really remember how they get out of it. Get out of it. Another sort of icky button. I just really want to forget. I want to wake up from a dream and pretend that that whole arc never happened. Mm-hmm. About her being pregnant. About, I don't. I really just don't like Amy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not... Ugh. She it's, had potential. I don't like what they didn't do with her. Yes. I don't like how her character was... Again, it was sort of the reset button where every episode she had to tell us that she loved Rory and that she chooses Rory mm-hmm. over everyone, like, every time. And then every time in the next episode would start, it'd be like every character forgot that and mm-hmm. she had to do it all over again and that was what defined her character was her professing her love for her husband yep or fiance whatever it was at the time yeah and that's that's not a character that's just one storyline repeated yep every week and you just can't make a show out of that yeah i will always feel cheated by the amy seasons because of that article that I read, and I'm sure I sent it to you, mm-hmm. unless you sent it to me, where it was, the, the, is that season six, her first season? Five. Five. Um, where this girl, who's like, I feel like an English English master student, mm-hmm. rewrites the season. Yes. And it was so well done, and every time I think about episodes from that season, I think, that's what we could have had. Mm-hmm. And I just am so sad for us, because we didn't get that quality. Yeah. Of writing, and we should put the link to that up on the blog because if nobody, if you have not read mm-hmm. it, you need to sit down and read it. And even if you don't watch Doctor Who, just read it, <laughs> <laughs> and you will not be upset with yeah. how you feel. Well, you'll be upset if you ever watch Doctor Who afterwards because you'll right. be like, ugh, what we could have, we could have had it all. We could have had it all. We don't have rights. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we do not. You're right. Oh, can't afford that. We're not making anything. Um, uh, what was it? Um, the uh, nope. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I'm trying to think of any other Doctor Who dream episodes, but really not coming up with anything. Yeah. I I couldn't I couldn't tell you. But mm-hmm. any do you know like any other? See, this is a, a, a where we could have done research ahead of time. <laughs> And come up with other shows that had good dream episodes. Yeah. Although well, Buffy, you know, great dream episode, Restless. Um, is that the one where she might be in a mental institute at the end? No. Because that one always freaks me out. I guess that was sort of a dream, like, that was sort of like a magic thing, probably. But yeah. the dream where, um, it's like, it's it's very dreamlike. She's, like, there's just wandering the desert. She meets the first slayer. But then oh, she's, like, right. there's, like, a school play. There's always a guy with cheese. Cheese. Like, cheese guy. Yeah. Like, it's, like, a true yeah. dream. I feel yeah. like it's one of the few times where it's, I've seen, like, a media, media capture, like, what it, what really a dream like. really seems like. Where, yeah. 
where it's like you're just doing probably a bunch of strange stuff and it's you're walking into rooms that shouldn't be there or whatever and it's not you never once remark upon how weird it is mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. what it is yeah I'm thinking there's definitely a couple Xena episodes that are about dreams. Well, mm. there's definitely episodes where Xena is injured, and I feel like that's in the season where they go to China, and she, the part of the healing process is that she has to like mentally step through these barriers, and so she, it's all sort of in a dream state and everything, and she interacts with Callisto, who is her. Uh, there's a musical episode that I think is also a dream episode. <laughs> uh, that musical episode is not as good as the Buffy episode. But, um, yeah, there are multiple times where she does that. And it, yeah. I think the way dreams are used mm-hmm. is very interesting in, like, shows and movies. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time it's not really the way the dreams are. Like, it's, yeah. it's to reveal to the audience most of the time secret desires or whatever like the idea like they're like what I didn't realize I was in love with blank Mm -hmm. like but I just had a sex dream about them or whatever yeah like I feel like that's the majority of the time that's how dreams are used if you've got a a show that that involves dream sequences at all um like the dreams are significant Mm -hmm. in 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 tv like they mean something but in real life I I, I would argue that they don't mean anything. <laughs> I don't remember my dreams hardly ever. Like, I no. I am a very bad dreamer. You, on the other hand, have <laughs> great dreams, and you tell me them every once in a while. Yeah, I've been, I've been writing them down. Well, that's good. Um, like, when, when they're vivid enough that I can remember, like, a storyline to it, mm-hmm. I write it down. But it's just a collection of, of random stuff that you've been accumulating mm-hmm. in your subconscious for the past, you know, week or two. Yeah. And it's just a random collection of that. So, it's so it's so weird when shows when they're just like, well, I guess this means, you know, that I'm in love with this person. Mm-hmm. Or I guess this means that I do want that job after all. Or, you know, it's like, no, it's just, <laughs> you just dreamt <laughs> about dream. that. Yeah. You know. I did have a dream about a lion the other day. Wow. So... Mm-hmm. You're going to work for MGM? Yeah, sounds good. I take that <laughs> job. <laughs> sure. <Yeah. laughs> okay, so I've got a recommendation. Well, okay. So the thing I want to tell you about falls under the category of I watched it so you don't have to. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if you heard of Sci-Fi's Ascension. No. Which has, it was like a mini-series event. It was like three nights it's like three hour and a half long episodes i think maybe they were just hour long episodes but it had like a bunch of like battlestar galactica alums and um so the premise was that um all these people from like the 1960s got in a giant spaceship that's supposed to go for three generations Mm -hmm. and out into space to this planet that they've that they think will hold human life or whatever. And so what they're doing is is proving that they can, you know, do intergalactic space travel or whatever. But it's all these people from the 60s. So it's space travel, but without... There's no, like, rights revolution or anything like that or whatever. Mm. Um, Sounds like Star Trek. Yeah, so the premise <laughs> is, like, super interesting, where you're like, ooh, 60s in space, and I wonder what that means. And... 
Okay, so since I'm, it's under the category of I watched it so you don't have to, I'm mm-hmm. going to drop a spoiler. All right. If you don't mind. Cover your ears, listeners. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> so, they're not really in space. What? Yeah. Tell it's me more. It's a giant ex- Truman Show style <gasps> experiment. I love the Truman Show. Yeah. So, again, I thought, doesn't this promise sound amazing? Like, I'm totally in. Mm-hmm. And the execution was just a was just pretty clunky, mm-hmm. and I couldn't really you couldn't really tell what they're trying to say about it. Mm-hmm. They there's like stewardesses or whatever who are basically prostitutes, Oof. and so women are like, it's just weird. You're, it's just it's sort of all over the place, mm-hmm. and you keep seeing this really intriguing premise, and keep being really frustrated because. It's, they're not really pulling it through, pulling it out. You know, they're not really following through on the really cool premise. I figured you you had heard, you would have heard of it. So um, if you were thinking about watching it, I probably actually wouldn't <laughs> recommend it. Which okay, is sad. It's okay. This Recommendation is... section can be about things that we shouldn't be watching yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mine for you is well. I just want to reiterate something that I have already physically given to you which is you should finish Hawkeye yes (laughs) I need to yeah because it's so good and one of these days a new one's gonna come out but I actually don't know (laughs) (laughs) I don't know but they are doing Hawkeye versus Deadpool which are pretty funny there's only three of them out right now um but in the meantime while you continue finishing that I really think you should give some Xena episodes a try because we were talking about we name checked it earlier and there are just they really embrace the lady love later on in that show. And there are so many just lesbians all over the place. <laughs> so I really just think that you would enjoy it. There's so many of the episodes are just really goofy and very 90s and mm-hmm. funny. But there's also some great ones about... Talk about a storyline <laughs> where a woman gets pregnant and against her will... But they deal with it in a better way than Dr. Hill. <laughs> Man, it's full circle because, yeah, because Gabrielle gets home. Zena does too later. Oops. <laughs> Spoiler, sorry. But, yeah, Gabrielle has a whole storyline about how she basically births Satan, you know. Oh. And. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's uh, I, I would argue, a much better uh, story arc than Amy's birth of her child and everything. But at the same time, you still have characters like Aphrodite and the guy that plays Bones in Star Trek now is both Caesar, very, you know, serious character, and Cupid, <laughs> hilarious character, because there are only so many New Zealand actors there. True, in the, true. You know, in the area, so they have to double up. But yeah, I would, I can give you a list of like five episodes to watch. Okay. I, yeah, because there's a lot, and that's yeah. sort of like a, I feel like it feels like a project. Yeah, like, and it definitely tailed off at the end. Like the last two seasons are mm-hmm. not so great, but there are some in the beginning. They're just like, mwah. Uh, I feel like telling you about Bad Girls again. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Bad Girls again. Because it's this English prison drama. Better than Wentworth, I've heard. Better than Wentworth, which I haven't watched either. It, up until a point, again, oh, it right. trails off. At a certain point, you just need to stop. Mm-hmm. But it's very compelling. It's, yeah, it's great. 
well, if you're going to tell me about that, then I'm going to tell you about McLeod's Daughters, which is an Australian show about two sisters. And actually, they add more sisters as the seasons go on. Another show you have to stop watching at some point. But Mm -hmm. still, lots of lady farmers, and they're just being really amazing at their jobs. Well, one of them's a city slicker, and she has to learn the ropes and everything. But overall, it's just like an all-female farm, and they just are... They have two brothers that live next door. Like, not their brothers. There are a set of brothers that live next door. And, you know, some of them are like, oh, I love them. And the other ones are just like, nah, don't need them and everything. It's just a good show. I've decided to change my stance on Ascension. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I've been thinking about it. and You're supposed to be listening to what I'm saying. I am. (laughs) I'm multitasking. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so I think there's enough interesting things about Ascension and it's it's like three hours total oh the okay whole thing. um so I think it's worth watching and I I knew the twist going into it because I had accidentally read some spoilers mm-hmm. and you just and told me the twist yeah and so it's you... fine you learn the twist pretty early on okay and that's what makes it interesting to watch is like the whole time you're thinking oh like they think it's real. Right. But it, it's pointless. Mm-hmm. Like, everything they're doing. And there's some there's some interesting things that they think about. Okay. It's, it's not as well executed as it could be, but it, it, there's enough interesting bits to it that it's maybe worth... I would I would love to you to call me when you finish watching it and okay. tell me what you thought about it. I can do that, for sure. Yeah. So should we do our closing sentiment? Right. Yeah, we got to do our closing sentiment. So, uh, <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, I um, think it should be uh, in the morning. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I think it should be dream big. Yeah, it's the dream episode. Yeah. I mean, we also just had an episode where we talked about high school for a while, and we just—I feel like it's turning into like a little advice segment at the end. So dream big. Yeah. I don't, your dreams. I don't even think that high school episode is going to air. It probably isn't. You're teasing so, our audience with teasing something the they'll fans. never hear. <laughs> Dream on, suckers. You'll Dream never on. hear it. <laughs> we don't, have, we the don't have the rights. Don't sing it. <laughs> we don't have the rights. Okay, so yeah, just dream big. And dream of a day where your TV shows will be better. Yes. Because it might happen. Yeah. And every show that should be uh, marathoned and that it would be better in that format... Just dream that one day that's how they'll be released. Yeah, because it's starting. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Oh, we can have a whole episode about that. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> to the future. To the future. Back to the future. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was the other thing. Yeah. We gotta watch that. You haven't seen it since you were 12? Nope. I gotta watch it. And you never saw the second one. And it's 2015, so it is the future. It is. We're living in the future. There are hoverboards. Hoverboards. They made those Nike sneakers. shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... We're going to get on it. That's what we're doing tomorrow. All right. All right. Blondes with glasses. They can't sing. Blondes with glasses. Let's do this podcast thing.